Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone, for this Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. I'm Zane Townsend. And I'm David Atkins. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, a U.S. House committee says Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder conducted a, quote, shadow investigation, unquote. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Zane Bulls will be in with a Metro Huntington weather forecast, and the current temperature outside is a partly cloudy 95 degrees. And now on to our top story. Wisconsin Democrats gathering for their annual state convention this weekend are focused on re-electing Governor Tony Evers and defeating Republican Senator Ron Johnson. But they also know that history is against them in the midterm year and voters face high inflation, rising gas prices, and growing concerns about a recession. Evers and Democratic candidates seeking to take on Johnson are slated to speak at the convention. Unlike the Republicans, Wisconsin Democrats do not endorse candidates in contested elections. A Marquette Law School poll released today shows Evers slightly ahead of his Republican challengers, while Johnson was about even with each of the top Democrats running against him. Afghanistan's state-run news agency reported a powerful earthquake struck a rural, mountainous region of the country's east, killing 1,000 people and injuring 1,500 more. Today's earthquake was the country's deadliest in two decades. Officials warned that the already grim toll may still rise. Information remains scarce on the magnitude 6.1 earthquake near the Pakistani border, but early footage from villages tucked among the rough mountains showed residents picking through rubble of collapsed stone and mud brick houses. This disaster posed a major test for the Taliban-led government. The Taliban seized power last year as the U.S. and its allies were withdrawing from the country. United States Forest Service employees made multiple miscalculations, used inaccurate models, and underestimated how dry conditions were, causing a planned burn to reduce the threat of wildfires to turn into the largest blaze in New Mexico's recorded history. The agency today released the findings of an investigation into a fire that ultimately displaced thousands of people and destroyed several hundred homes. It also forced a pause on the agency's prescribed fire operations nationwide. Anger and frustration have been simmering among residents and elected officials. The blaze has has charred more than 533 square miles, and forecasters are warning of post-fire flooding threats amid summer rains. Sri Lanka's debt-laden economy has collapsed after months of shortages of food, fuel, and electricity. That's according to the Prime Minister, whose comments to lawmakers today underscored the country's dire situation as it seeks to help from international lenders. Prime Minister Ranil Wickremesinghe told Parliament the South Asian nation faces a more serious situation than the shortages alone, and he warned of a, quote, possible fall to rock bottom, unquote. The crisis on the island of 22 million is considered its worst in recent memory, but the Prime Minister did not cite any specific new developments. His remarks appeared intended to emphasize that he has inherited a difficult task that cannot be fixed quickly. 
A U.S. House committee says Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder conducted a, quote, shadow investigation, unquote, that sought to discredit former employees making accusations of workplace sexual harassment. The committee released a memo ahead of a hearing today. The Committee on Oversight and Reform is investigating the commander's workplace culture following accusations of pervasive sexual harassment by team executives of women employees. Snyder declined to testify at the hearing, but the committee plans to issue a subpoena to compel a deposition. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell told the committee that Snyder, quote, has been held accountable, unquote. Coming up, a former West Virginia lawmaker sentenced to three months in prison, restoring the U.S. Capitol. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. Do Mondays have you fill in the blues? Don't worry, WMULFM has got you covered. We've got all your favorite rhythm and blues artists covering every style, from the Mississippi Delta to that unique Chicago sound. When you're feeling blue, we are too. Catch the blues with us every Monday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Right here on 88.1 WMUL-FM, The Cutting Edge. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Zane Townsend. And I'm David Atkins. The Appalachian Regional Commission has awarded more than $340,000 for four projects in West Virginia. U.S. Senators Joe Manchin and Shelley Moore Capito announced the funding yesterday. They said in a news release the funds will help provide upgrades to light, lighting infrastructure in Charleston, design of a multi-state career pathway system, youth leadership training in sciences, and equipment improvements in the McDowell County Renaissance Village. The funds go to the Charleston Main Street Charleston Westside Gateway Lighting Project, the Education Alliance, Comprehensive Plan for a Multi-State Career Pathway System, National Youth Science Foundation, Youth Science Leadership Institute, Programming Planning, and Reconnecting McDowell Renaissance Village Equipment Installation. If invasive carp doesn't sound appetizing, how about a plate of kopi? The state of Illinois is unveiling a market-testing rebranding campaign to make the fish appealing to consumers. Four species imported from Asia decades ago now infest the Mississippi and other rivers in the United States heartland. They also threaten the Great Lakes. Officials say the fight to contain them would get a boost if more people would eat them. The Illinois Department of Natural Resources hired a marketing firm to find a new name, and Kopi is the winner. Chefs, distributors, and others in the food industry say it's a tasty, healthy fish. Ohio State University has won its fight to trademark the word the. The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office approved the university's request yesterday. The school says it allows Ohio State to control the use of, quote, the, unquote, on branded products 
associated with and sold through athletics and collegiate channels. Those include such items as t-shirts, baseball caps, and hats. A university spokesman noted that, quote, the has been a rallying cry in the Ohio State community for many years. The university's licensing and trademark program generates over $12.5 million a year in revenue, which helps fund student scholarships and university programs. Kentucky Governor Andy Mashear says Jefferson County has received nearly 360 grand in awards to enhance accessibility and improve three parks. The funding is for Jefferson Memorial Forest in Fairdale, Little Hunting Creek Park in Prospect, and Weatherby Park in Middletown. The funding comes from the Land and Water Conservation Fund. Bashir says a 200 grand grant is for a new paved path at a recreation area at Jefferson Memorial Forest. It will allow visitors to travel from the front of the park to the back of the park around the lake. It will be compliant with the Americans with Disabilities Act. A former West Virginia lawmaker who live-streamed himself on Facebook storming the U.S. Capitol and cheering on what he described as a, quote, revolution, unquote, has been sentenced to three months in prison. Derek Evans, 37 years old, who pleaded guilty to a felony civil disorder charge, told the judge today that he takes full responsibility for his actions and, quote, was caught up in a moment, unquote. The Republican from Pritchard, West Virginia, was sworn in as a member of the state's House of Delegates just weeks before the January 6, 2021 riot that halted the the certification of President Joe Biden's victory. Coming up next, man found not responsible for Times Square vehicle rampage. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns right after this. Here are three reasons why you should check out WMUL's website. One, with our Windows Media Server, our station can be heard around the world. Two, you can listen to audio archives of sporting events and other original shows. Three, with our online schedule, you never have to guess when your favorite show or music format airs again. www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Your place in cyberspace. Imagine a friend has just told you they were diagnosed with a mental illness. What would you do? Awkward, isn't it? But what's even more awkward is, if you're not there for them, they'll be less likely to recover. Mental illness. What a difference a friend makes. To learn more, go to whatadifference.org. This message is brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Zane Townsend. And I'm David Atkins. San Francisco police say one man was killed and another was wounded in a shooting on a crowded subway train. Supervisor Raphael Mandelman says that there was an altercation today between people on a San Francisco money train around 10 a.m. The perpetrator ran out of the train along with others when it stopped at the Castro station and the city's famous gay neighborhood, which is packed ahead of upcoming Pride festivities. The second man who was shot is believed to have been an innocent bystander. Police said 
it was the first shooting they could recall on a money train. The owner of seven Louisiana nursing homes whose residents suffered in squalid conditions after being evacuated to a warehouse for Hurricane Ida has been arrested. Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry says 68-year-old Bob Glendine Jr. faces multiple counts of cruelty to persons with infirmities, medical fraud, and obstruction of justice. Online booking records show that Dean was in custody today in Takiofia Parish. In a news release, Landry says Dean billed Medicaid for dates his residents were not receiving proper care at the warehouse and engaged in conduct intended to intimidate or obstruct public health officials and law enforcement. A team of biologists recently hauled in the heaviest female Burmese python ever captured in Florida. The Conservancy of Southwest Florida says the python, 215-pound python, was nearly 18 feet long and had 122 developing eggs. The team used radio transmitters transplanted in male scout snakes to study python movements, breeding behaviors, and habitat use. Project manager Ian Bartosis says they used a scout snake named Dionysus, or Dion for short, in an area of the western Everglades. The state's python Removal program runs for two weeks in August. Participants compete for prizes, including $2,500 for capturing the most pythons. Crews are fighting a wildfire that scorched hundreds of acres on an unspoiled island known for archaeological treasures on the coast of Georgia. St. Catherine's Island was home to Spanish missionaries in the 16th century and a signer of the Declaration excuse me, Declaration of Independence in the 1770s, as well as Native Americans thousands of years before Europeans arrived. For decades, the island has been held in conservation and private ownership. Now fire crews are fighting to protect its historic structures and archaeological sites. A lightning storm on June 11th sparked four different fires. A Georgia state agency has sent a fire crew with bulldozers and a helicopter dropping water to try to contain the fires. So far, no historical structures have been damaged. A man who used his car to hit pedestrians in Times Square has been cleared of responsibility because of mental illness. The verdict came today at the New York City trial of Richard Rogers. The jury affirmed an insanity defense claiming Rogers was so mentally ill he didn't know what he was doing during the 2017 attack. It injured 20 people and killed a young tourist. The judge was said, has said the finding would qualify Rogers an open-ended, quote, involuntarily, involuntary mental commitment, unquote, instead of a lengthy prison term. He ordered Rogers held while he drafts an examination order and said there would be a hearing on the matter Thursday, tomorrow. Coming up next, your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. Thank you. (laughs) 
You okay? Yeah, I'm just allergic to all these irritating radio stations. If you are being slowed down daily by drab radio stations, ask your doctor about taking WMUL. WMUL works by sending a stream of exciting news and sports coverage to the brain while taking out all the commercials slowing you down. Oh, much better. Thank you, WMUL. Side effects include but are not limited to exciting bouts of metal, jazz, blues, alternative hip-hop, gospel, rock, and more. A deficiency in commercials and an intense feeling of personal satisfaction and joy. Do not take WMUL if you hate happiness. I don't hate happiness. Ask your doctor about taking WMUL-FM 88.1. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi, asking you to go to serve.gov to get involved in something you believe in. I'm a big believer in the power of we. We weren't born. We can tackle the tough challenges we face and build community through service and volunteering. United we stand, united we serve. Are you with me? Go to serve.gov for more information about how to volunteer in your community. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Zane Townsend. And I'm David Atkins. Stocks gave up an afternoon gain and ended slightly lower on Wall Street today. Energy companies helped pull the market lower after crude oil's prices sank. The S&P 500 fell 0.1%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 0.2%. And the Nasdaq lost 0.1%. The price of U.S. crude oil fell 4%. Investors closely watched testimony to Congress from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell. He reaffirmed the central bank's determination to raise interest rates and slow inflation. Bond yields mostly fell. The yield on the 10-year Treasury note, which helped set mortgage rates, fell to 3.16%. An Air Force airman has been taken into custody in connection with an April explosion that injured several United States troops at a base in eastern Syria. Rose Riley, an Air Force spokeswoman, says the airman was placed in pre-trial confinement by his commander after a review of the investigation. An initial hearing on the matter is expected to take place today. Riley says no charges have yet been filed and the airman's identity will not be released unless he is charged. French President Emmanuel Macron is proposing to, quote, legislate in a different way, unquote, based on compromises between diverse political forces. His national televised address today came three days after he suffered a major political blow when his party lost its parliamentary majority. Macron held for two days back-to-back meetings with the leaders of rival parties in an effort to show he is open to dialogue. But those rivals appeared determined to remain in opposition to Macron and not keen to cooperate with him. He said, quote, we must collectively learn to govern and legislate in a different way, unquote, offering to, quote, build some new compromises with the political movements composing the new assembly, unquote. Top Tennessee Republican House leaders are urging Governor Bill Lee to delay the state's health department from distributing and promoting the COVID-19 vaccines to infants, toddlers, and preschoolers. In a letter sent to the Republican governor today, House leaders said they had too many concerns surrounding the vaccine for those under five years old. Lawmakers added that the, quote, COVID-19 emergency has long passed in Tennessee, unquote though that declaration is disputed by public health experts. Lee's spokesperson said in an email that the governor's office was reviewing the letter and did not immediately take questions whether the state would delay or change the distribution of the vaccine. 
and coming up, Zane Bowles will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast. And we'll be back with updates on the Russia-Ukraine war. Stay with us. Ray, you're, you're a king. Thank you. Nope, still on. My hey, mic is Patrick, still on. what's up? Hey, Michael, what's up with you? Uh, why does your voice Take me sound out like of cue real quick. I know, it's awesome. I sound like a robot. You sound like T-Pain or Kanye. Yeah, that's the idea. Well, if you like the sound of those rappers, just tune in to 88.1 and listen to the new and old hip-hop hits. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Your voice is stuck like that, isn't it? Yeah, kinda. You moron. For the very best hip-hop, tune in to 88.1 WMUL-FM. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Zane Bowles, and it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. This afternoon, you will find it to be a scorching 98 degrees. The temperature will drop tonight, though, reaching a low of 66 degrees with a chance of possibly severe storms. Tomorrow, we're looking at a similar day with a high of 86 and a low of 58. This day in weather history, in 1981, a young woman from Lubbock, Texas, was struck by lightning. The bolt struck just above her right shoulder near her neck and passed right to left throughout her body, tearing her warm-ups, causing her tennis shoes to explode, and lifting her 24 inches into the air. Thank you, weather.gov, for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a hot 95 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For News Center 88, I'm Zane Bowles. Thanks, Zane. Now, on to Russia and Ukraine news. A Ukrainian deputy prime minister overseeing the country's push to join the European Union says she's 100% certain all 27 EU nations will approve making Ukraine a candidate for membership in the bloc. In an interview with the Associated Press today, Deputy Prime Minister for European and Euro-Atlantic Integration, Olha Stefan Shah, said the decision could come as soon as tomorrow. She says countries that had been skeptical about starting accession talks with Ukraine is fighting Russia's invasion are now supportive. Granting a country EU candidate status requires unanimous approval from existing member nations. Candidacy is the first step toward membership. It doesn't provide security guarantees or an automatic right to join the bloc. New tensions between Moscow and the West are rising after Lithuania decided to halt the transport of some goods through its territory to the Russian region of Kaliningrad as part of European Union sanctions on the Kremlin. The Kremlin warns it will retaliate against the sanctions stemming from its invasion of Ukraine in a way that will have a, quote, significant negative impact, unquote, on the Lithuanian people, raising fears of a direct confrontation between Russia and NATO. Nikolai Patrushev, the powerful secretary of Russia's Security Council, visited the region earlier this week and will present his report to President Vladimir Putin, who will determine Russia's response. Microsoft says strategic espionage by state-backed hackers. 
Russian hackers, has targeted government agencies, think tanks, businesses, and aid groups in 42 countries supporting Ukraine. Microsoft says in a report that hacking has been successful 29% of the time and that data was stolen in at least one quarter of the successful network intrusions. Nearly two-thirds of the cyber espionage targets involved NATO members. The United States was the prime target. Poland, which is the main conduit for military assistance flowing to Ukraine, was number two. In the past two months, Denmark, Norway, Finland, Sweden, and Turkey have been stepped up targeting. Coming up next, chilling out on a Tuesday instead of a casual Friday. That and more, if you stay right with us. leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back into the Seoul Ballroom at the Convention Center in Riviera Maya, Mexico. WMUL welcomes you to the mountain town of Blacksburg, Virginia. We are high up here at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. It's the 2005 Kraft Mac Women's Basketball Tournament. Welcome back to Firestone Stadium in Akron, Ohio. The 2005. Part of the first inning, no score here at Appalachian Power Park. Marshall. WMUL-FM. Huntington. But mom, don't but mom me. You heard what the doctor said. I'm fine. I just got my bell rung. It's not like I blacked out. You've had headaches, dizzy spells, and you're just not yourself. That's not feeling fine. Come on. I can't miss the game. It's still serious even if you didn't black out. It's better to miss one game than the whole season. All concussions are serious. Know the warning signs and never let your child return to play before a health care professional says it's okay. A message from CDC. And finally today on News Center 88, there might be an emerging new start at the January 6 hearings into the effect by ex-president Donald Trump to overturn the 2020 election. It isn't a person, but a set of videotapes. The tapes feature footage taken of Trump and his inner circle before and after the insurrection. It was recorded by a British filmmaker who was subpoenaed to turn over the footage shot in the final weeks of the 2020 race and includes exclusive interviews with Trump, his children, and then-Vice President Mike Pence, both before and after the insurrection. Forget casual Friday. It will chill out Tuesday at Disney Parks in Florida, California, and elsewhere. Thousands of Disney workers set aside their character get-ups and rocked yoga pants instead. It didn't stop there, though, as workers did planks, the downward dog, and struck lotus poses as part of the annual Yoga Day event. People spread mats in front of Cinderella's Castle at Walt Disney World in Florida and at Sleeping Beauty Castle at Disneyland. The sunrise observation of International Yoga Day spread to Disney parks all around the world. In all, 1,700 Disney workers participated in Florida, with others taking parts in Paris, Tokyo, Hong Kong, and Shanghai. And that does it for this summer edition of New Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. Remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Zane Townsend, Zane Bowles, Ray Reinerson, and the entire New Center 88 team, I'm David Atkins, and your thought of the day is... 
What we have once enjoyed, we can never lose. All that we love deeply becomes a part of us. Helen Keller.